So one of the issues that we spoke about in late March when we talked last time was what the pandemic might mean regarding the rise of China. And at the time, there seemed to be a lot of analysis around that saw the pandemic as straightforwardly aiding China's rise by demonstrating China's state capacity with that very sharp contrast with the Trump administration in the US and also enhancing China's soft power But talking now in mid-August, the picture looks quite different. There seems to be a rise in anti-China feeling across the political spectrum in the United States and and in Europe. Do you think this has been a case of China playing its diplomatic hand poorly? Or or do you think there are quite deep roots to anti-China feeling in the West that made that story about the pandemic smoothing the path to Chinese preeminence always a bit unlikely? Uh, I think you're right. I think it was naive to expect... um, Either that either the Europeans or the Americans would take kindly to, you know, magnificent displays of Chinese generosity. And on the other hand, it was also naive, I think, to expect that Beijing would play its hand well, because it doesn't really have that much experience of that kind of diplomacy dealing with Europe and the United States, because it is, after all, historically unprecedented. And I think it has worked out just about how one might expect with that backdrop in mind. I've been surprised, especially in Europe, I have to say, less in the US, because there the rise of anti-China sentiment goes back several years. And it's a bipartisan thing, as is now, I think, perfectly evident in the US. I, I, I have must say I've been, a, I've been very surprised by the intensity of the backlash in Europe, which opinion poll evidence like the German Marshall Fund's latest survey suggests is stronger in Europe than it is in the US. And across the board. So it's not just over face mask diplomacy, it's all on also on climate issues, where people were talking about the Europeans and the Chinese as allies, at least as far as public opinion is concerned, there seems to be a kind of determination on the part of European publics to insist that China contribute more, which is quite complicated, actually, from a kind of climate justice point of view. And I do think that this is probably, it isn't just a matter of the Chinese not playing their hand very elegantly and engaging in some very clumsy diplomacy. There is, I think, quite deep-seated suspicion towards China. And after all, if you view this from the point of view of you know, a human rights angle, for instance, there is, after all, an escalating crisis with the increasing authoritarianism of Xi's regime, and Hong Kong has added gasoline to that particular fire. As one important qualification, I, I would add that though I think this story is true for Europe and the United States, I don't think it holds globally. So it's been very striking and observers in the United States have been very cognizant of the fact that China's face mask diplomacy is working much better in Latin America. As if, you know, if you think of the focus of the, it's not the second wave, but the second phase of the pandemic being in Latin America, the Chinese presence there has expanded dramatically over the last couple of months. They've been extremely active in providing medical equipment, ventilators, loans with a view to enabling Latin American countries to buy access to vaccines. And of course, the sincerity of the Chinese promise to make their vaccines available to the world on an equal basis has yet to be tested. But the commitment is at least there, which of course is not there from the US. So where we have a territory where, if you like, there are two external sources of support competing, you know, no one in Europe is expecting the United States to come along as a white knight. In Latin America, where there is a desperate need for external assistance in various forms, be it the IMF uh, or, or be it bilateral loans, I think the story is playing out somewhat differently. So there, I think those early predictions of a soft power win for China are looking as though they may in fact stand up. 
If you'd like to hear the rest of this episode of PTO Extra, please consider becoming a $5 supporter on Patreon, as well as getting access to extended versions of regular PTO shows. You'll also get access to all future episodes of PTO Extra. Thanks for listening.